You're listening to Funch Divers Podcast. I know why it's exciting for yes. her. We all know why it's exciting yeah. for her. Yes. Y- y'all gonna say it? Drum roll. Drum roll. It's OG's birthday. Hey. 21 <laughs> blessings. 21 blessings. I, I, I hope, uh, I think, did you hear pastor this morning? Huh? Did you hear pastor this morning? Oh, I <laughs> told him I did. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. I was just teasing you. Yeah, you make sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, make sure you're in good company. Plenty of apple juice. Plenty today. of apple juice. Today. Plenty Martinelli's. Of apple you need to pop some Martinelli's. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I'm not driving. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm okay. going to buy you two bottles of Martinelli's. Martinelli's, okay, yeah, okay. Yes. Popping champagne. Champagne? Martinelli's. I don't like champagne. My mom gave it to me on my senior year of graduation, and she was like, yeah, white wine. I was like, okay. I just tasted it and it was just disgusting. Uh, so what champagne is that? Nah, I wouldn't mm, for special occasions only. I, that's true. Yeah. I, I told her I'm like, mom, you know I'm not of age, right? She was like, no one needs to know that. Mm. Uh, I don't know. So. I, I think Haitian culture is like lenient on that. Yeah. yeah. Very lenient. So guys, today we have the full crew here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, shout yourself out. Sean. Nyanka. OG. Ellen, and today we have a special guest with us. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Hi, guys. My name is Jonathan, but um, all my close relatives, Aisian people, call me JD because I'm hood to the core. Okay. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm hood to the core, man. But uh, no, nah, it's a pleasure to be here, actually. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. But today, I'm not going to lie to you. I low-key been wanting to come here. Mm. I was wow. a huge fan the first time I heard it. Um, oh. So I was like, man, listen, I gotta, I gotta come through and show some love. We appreciate it. No problem. So the topic today is gonna be pretty good one. Childhood memories, y'all. Remember as a kid? I got so many stories. I got so many stories. It's not even funny. Me too. But you know, I'm gonna save my stories for last. So. Uh, since our guest here, yes. I heard you got some. Uh, <laughs> I've been a part of them too. Um, I heard you got some very interesting stories, man. So man, listen. Uh, so what we started at the time? We started from elementary, middle. How about like, let's start, you said childish. I don't. Let's know start with your earliest. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, Be your careful. Uh, your earliest memory of the time you know you, just a time you were just doing bad stuff. Oh my goodness! Your earliest wow. memory. Oh, that's at the age of two? Wow. Two. Wow. Man, I listen, I come from a very, very tough neighborhood. Very tough neighborhood. But like, not like gutter tough, but it's like, the way I was raised is, I was raised around my, my, my friends mm-hmm. because I was always outside. So it was either at the court or outside just doing crazy stuff. So I think the worst thing that happened to me was disobeying my mom. I got a, I got a bike. I had she got me a bike from my, I guess my my birthday at the time, 
And then me watching PBS Kids at the time, like I'm, I'm adventurous. So I'm like, all right, bet. So like if Elmo and them could do it, I can make sure I do whatever I need to do. So I, I, got, I got on my bike. I'm like, all right, I got it. So I'm like young at this age. I think I, I wasn't like, I was probably like at least seven, eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right, I got it. Training wheels on the thing. And I was like, mom, take it off. My boss, take it off. I don't need it. Never rode a bike a day in my life. Oh my so God. I got it. I got it. That's fine. So she took out the training wheels. I don't know why she did it, but I actually did it. But the thing is, when I was riding, not realizing there was a dog in my neighborhood that everybody didn't really go over there yeah, to touch yeah, yeah. me. And then me being the brave soul that I was, I was like, you know, I'm a Papa Willie. I got it. I'm going to just go. I, I just took off the trailer. I'm a man. Tell me how I went. I'm riding a bike. I seen that pit. And then it's like we had eye contact. <laughs> and you know I'm Haitian. So, you know, when you when Haitians get shocked, they be like, they just think for a minute. Oh, and then they just, <laughs> and then they go. At a young age, being raised kind of by Haitian parents, but also by my, my, my friends and everything. So I don't know, I was like a small comedian. I've just, new bike now, turn it off. I saw it, we wait, I got to, I'm cool, the bike, I'm pretty I Because the thing is, in my mind, I'm like, it's me or the bike. Mm. I don't really care the bike. I feel you, I feel you on that. Oh no, I, I got a whip when I got home, because I had to come back with the bike. Where, where the bike at? It was going, <laughs> you know, I like, rolled the bike. I know, it's the faster, like. No, uh, bro, when, you, when you're in those dots, <laughs> I don't been, have time. I've been in a couple, you don't think. Yeah, straight, I don't have time don't. to think about yeah, it, turn yeah. around, forget the bike. So yeah, I do it, but it. I came home, I'm like, oh, Kote, basically, I'm like, mom, I had a long day. I can't do it. I threw the bike, and I, I try to walk past it like it was nothing. She said, oh, Kote, vale la, vini me de boudou la, and then I'm like, all right. I'm going to have to take this L and take this butt with me because I didn't buy the bike. She bought the bike, yeah. and I just threw it away. And the dog, I don't know what happened to it. So that was my. So you never found the bike. I never tried to look for it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I just tried to look for it. It was that was it for the bike. I'm sorry. My life's more important, especially at eight years old. My life's more important. No, that's true. I got, I got, I got a career in front of me. I got. It. I ain't gonna lie though. I feel like I didn't think I was that scared of dogs, yo. <laughs> like I promise you. The, <laughs> I tell myself, you know, I love dogs. I want two dogs, a oh, pit bull, nice. and you know, and a and a and a bulldog, mm-hmm. but. When it comes to the reality, though, like in my neighborhood, I hate when people do this. It's like, there's a leash for a reason. Oh, my I feel like if your dog is over, if your dog is a certain pound, mm-hmm. it should not be let off the leash unless yeah, it's right. in your house. I agree. Because I'd be coming home from work, man, and, I, and the, you know, they'd just be letting their dogs loose. I'm like, yo, this is a huge pit. And I'm not trying to get bu- I'm not trying to get bit. I'm trying to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then again, since they're left loose, I feel like... The trainer trained them so well that they can, you know. Yeah, but in my in that moment, like you said, in that moment, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. fight or flight. You just. That's a bit I'm not. No. Yeah, that's what the dog stared at me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, had a I already know what time bad, it was. I had a really bad experience. Like, I, cause I live, I lived on Third Ave basically, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember we were walking home from my godmother's house, who happens to be like a bop. And we're walking on Dixie, you know, we get there and we get to the street. I was probably like eight years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And we're walking, there go a huge pit bull, just go in the middle of the street and it's just looking at us. And then I'm like, what are you gonna do, you know? <laughs> and my cousin's like, don't run. Now in that moment, I was You're like, right. she said don't run, but I thought I heard run. So <laughs> wow. I ran. You don't want to and do that. that pit bull, like literally, we were running in a circle. <laughs> a circle. <laughs> it Does almost, that happen to you? <laughs> it almost bit me now. And then the owner was the called is like, Roger, come here. That dog just went went back. I'm like, why 
Listen. You don't play with me. It looked like it was about to yeah, eat me alive. You're not supposed to run. Yeah, you're not supposed to run. See, I learned. Go chase. I learned. I learned that because one time, um, you know what, what most owners, I didn't know this, but this is what my friend told me because he owns like a big dog. He's like, what most owners do that own like huge dogs, mm-hmm. like let's say they're, they're walking their dogs at night and they hear something, but they don't know what it is. They'll mm-hmm. take the leash off and let the dog run mm-hmm. to f- see who it is because, it's, you know, the dog will protect its owner. Mm-hmm. And then one night I was, I think I was coming from, from work and, you know, I park all the way in the back. It's, it's dark. You can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking and next thing I see is a big, huge dog just <sighs> like okay, yeah. mugging me down. I'm like, yo, what do I do? <laughs> and my friend's just like, just don't move. Don't run. Just stay yeah. calm. And then he got on. The, he literally got on the ground. The dog approached him. He just started petting him. And then the owner That's came. It. And yeah. So uh, when you see dogs, don't, don't run. run. Don't run. Don't <laughs> chase you. That's the oh, one. That's the one time. That's the one time where you turn off your black instincts. Yes. Bro, you turn that off. Yo. Okay. <laughs> Good. Don't chill out, bro. Wish I had that advice when I was on my bike. And no. Nah, I didn't do it. I, just I didn't have that instinct then. I didn't know. I honestly did not know. It was a. It was a lesson in every. So, I just so we all got. So we all got some dog stories. Yes, dog mm. stories. You should say your dog stories. Yeah, go ahead. I want. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. It's just. Uh, it's embarrassing. It's like all right. I was at a. It was a birthday party at yeah. my neighbor's house, right? We're like, it's like family friends. You know I mean, really close, right? Uh-huh. And then like, it was elementary school, and then like all the a lot of my friends were there, a lot of her friends were there, and then, like, uh, I remember. Like, uh, there's this one girl that I used to have a crush on in elementary school. She was there, too, right? And I know nice. I'm a legit, so, like, I'm just thinking, you know, you know, it's a party. It's time to look cool. It's time to look, you know what I mean? Trying to impress. Have fun and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And, like, you know, this, the embarrassing part is, like, I rather had a dog be like a scary dog, but it wasn't. It was like big, fluffy, what was that? cute. Dog. I, don't I don't know what kind of dog. Like a poodle. Like a poodle. It was a pretty big. It's it wasn't a poodle. It wasn't a poodle. But then like, so I'm outside, and then like the dog's just like you know off the leash running around, right? And then, the like, this is when the party's like dying down, and it's a very close. It's more intimate now because it's like less people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like my my uh you know the crush the girl that had a crush on is there. And like my some of my close friends are there, right? And I'm just chilling, minding my own business. And then the dog starts coming to me, and she's like, "Oh, don't run, don't run!" And the first thing I do is start <laughs> running, and I'm screaming too. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm screaming around, it, and the girl just staring at me. And I'm like, I go, everyone I couldn't. Was even, at you. Everyone was just looking at me, right? That's and I'm just, crazy, yeah. I'm just running in circles. I must have been oh running for like God. five minutes straight. And then the most embarrassing part. She didn't even do anything. To her I know. I know. That was her dog. Yeah. That's messed up. The most embarrassing part was uh, I remember like. To get away from the dog, I ran. Like, we were outside, right? And there was, uh-huh. like, a car. I ran, and I literally, like, dived behind the car. So the, <laughs> so, it went, so the dog wouldn't see me, bro. <laughs> and now I can see me. I literally, like, legit, like, dived, like, like his baseball or something. Right, right oh like, underneath the God. car, bro. That was embarrassing. And then I, the worst part is that I got up, and I tried to play it off like nothing happened. So I was like, you know, you I, I get up, I get on my heart, bro. I'm like, right, let's get back to this party, bro. You know what I mean? It's chill. You trying to be cool? Let's be cool oh, after this. It's, nah, it's not, it's not gonna happen. It was wild. And then also, crazy. it's like my neighborhood's just like legit. Every single like, almost every house, I got a dog, bro. Almost every house got a dog. Ooh. In high school, like every every single time I come home from school like there's dogs always love to bark at me man and like and like you said there's there's just one black big black dog that like 
Don't, yeah. That doesn't have a leash. It's always walking. It's around. always walking around the neighborhood. And I'm like, I walk around the other side. I'm like, okay, let me go over here. But now they're cool with me though. Like they got used to me. So yeah, yeah. Most of the dogs in my neighborhood, I'm not scared of no more. So how many of you guys had like a one of those? Like he was saying, curious adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those crazy stories. You thought you were like Superman or something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> mm. well, I, I t- Dino told us this. I he bad stuff. he, he DM'd bad us stuff. and he was <laughs> like. <laughs> Dino was like, when he was nine, uh, <laughs> this, this is really funny though. He was like, I was nine years old, was always watching BMX biking on TV, so I made a, I made a home made ramp with a long piece of wood and a rock at, the, at one end. I took my bike and took off from the end of the street, going full speed. I hit the ramp and did a backflip in midair. I was probably five feet in the air. I let go of my bike and laid on my back. And he's like, the bike landed on top of me. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, so at nine years old, this man thought he was like a BMX. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was a BMX star, yo. Yo, young kids, man, like, extreme sports, bro. But I I, I, but I, do I I feel them though. I feel them because I learned how to ride a bike on my own with a lot of falls. A lot of falls. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I wanted to ride a bike so bad nobody wanted to teach me, so I got on the bike hold on to the ramp and there was like a swing set at the end mm. and every time I would like push myself off I would hit the I would hit the uh, I would hit right into the swing and I will get back up and keep, keep doing it yeah True. that's my adventures oh lord um okay I thought I was Dora the Explorer ooh this I is, took my bike, you know, mm-hmm. and mind you, my mom, she only wanted me to ride my bike on the street. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so she left. She was like, I'll be back in an hour. You know, I was like, okay. I told my grandma I was going to go to sleep, but no, I took my bike out and I just started exploring. Mm-hmm. And um, I started literally singing the Dora the Explorer song. Mm-hmm. I was like, sniper, no swiping. And I'm like, you know, oh, just no. driving, oh, no. with, uh, riding my bike. And, you know, I'm like, it, like you know, I'm like looking for, I'm like, where's the, where's the backpack, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was an imaginary wow. kid. <laughs> and I was like, where's the backpack? Okay, like, I was just relying on myself and I'm riding the bike. Oh, and I got caught. My mom, she she happened to drive up the street I was. I was I lived oh, on Third sh- Avenue. I was straight like and oh, like yeah. I found myself in KG. Oh yeah. That's KG oh, is like Third Ave and KG is a really good distance. Oh, it's yeah. like on Copens. Third Ave is like on Sample mm. and I found myself on wild. Copens. And like, well, you didn't know like, how to stop? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did. But I was imagining that I was on Dora the Explorer. Oh, you were, so you were going for So I was like, ride. where's the backpack? Where's where's my friend house? You know? And I'm like, okay, let's go. And then I was literally talking to myself. There were people just looking at me sideways. They thought I was crazy. Yeah. And my mom caught me because... This is when you watch too much TV. Yeah, basically. <laughs> how mom I was at least nine at the time because mm-hmm. the only reason why I had a bike in the first place 
I won it in a raffle at school. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I won it in a raffle, got it, and... You're one of those lucky ones, huh? Yeah, I was one of those lucky yeah. ones. No, I never won anything. I put myself in a raffle for so many years, and mm. the one time that I got one, I was just shocked. I was like, girl, you're not going to win nothing. And I got it, and then when my d- mom caught me, she took the bike to Haiti, so... I never rode a bike again. <laughs> so that was my punishment. One day the bike was there, the next it was not there. Mm-hmm. So I only had the bike for three weeks. So Nayanka, I see you staying quiet over there. You don't to wanna say honest, nothing. No, it's not that. I just can't think of anything crazy as a kid. Well it doesn't have to be crazy. But like adventure wise, the most I did was just like I feel like I'm I'm pretty normal kid, like like I would jump from couch to couch, the floor is lava, you know, do that, pretend I'm a mermaid with the pillowcase. Oh, you, you watched a lot of Disney Channel, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like I was like, like wow, like Yeah, out of all the like out of all of us, like me and Naka Kaisha, like I was definitely the most mm. You were the most. You were the. You were the black sheep. I was the bad one. I was the one that was influencing them to be bad. To be honest, I was pretty bad. Wow, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I had like times where like I like uh, imitate WWE. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then I'd, I'd be like, oh, there's like this time where I had, there's like this big dresser we have in my room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I had like this huge like cow, like stuffed uh, cow, stuffed cow animal thing. Yeah, and I named it Betsy, right? And then. I'd always wrestle with it, right? And then my sisters would, would be in, would be in the, you know, would be in the room with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had no brothers, but so I'm like, you know what? I'm out as well wrestle my sisters. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And start like beating up dead before me. <laughs> and then like, so I we'd always like like, uh, what's that dude's name, bro? Shoot, it was from wrestling. But either way, like you know how they jump, you know how they're on the edge of the ring, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. on the oh, pole and they jump off. So like, I'd be on the dresser, right? And we're kids, so that thing. To us, that thing is like, you know, 50 feet in the air, oh bro. I'm, I'm over here thinking I'm flying, right? And I remember, this is so stupid, bro. Like, we making so much noise and stuff. And then, my mom, like, one time we just, you know, we just, you know, I was about to, like, go in and body slam on them, right? Mm-hmm. And I jump off. And the minute I jump off, is when my mom walk in the door, walk in the room. So, poof, open the room. You see me in the air, like, like, legit, like, about to go in, like, pop, yeah, about to go in my elbow, trying to, like, slam on them and whatever, right? Bro, it didn't work out at all, man. Like, got a really good whooping for that. You know, oh, yeah. it was pretty good. <laughs> Talking about whoopings, what's the funniest... I don't know whoopings right. are not funny, but what was the funniest whooping, not thinking back, that you've ever got, though, as a kid? Dude, I got way too the many worst. whoopings, bro. Oh. Not the worst. The the one that was, like... Funny. Like, now looking back, like, yo, that was pretty funny, though. My, my, my parents were clever. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one time, you know those foldable chairs that you know, I don't know if every Haitian had it, but my house had the foldable chairs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I was just messing with it and I closed my finger on it mm-hmm. and oh, I thought I was dying. So I I I, I oh. was like crying out. I called both my parents. I was like, Mom, I'm dying. There's so much blood. There's so much blood. So in their mind, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, they don't know. Because my grandma didn't have a phone at the time. I was calling on the house phone. My grandma didn't even know how to use the house phone. So they rushed. They were at work. So they left work, and they they came to see me. When my grandma see me, she was taking care of the wound. I'm like, I'm okay now. And then my parents just looked at me. 
They looked the, the one time they were in agreement. They walked out the room and they took a belt and they gave me the biggest whooping of my life. Um, now that I look at it, I'm like, well, like it was really it was small blood, but mm-hmm. it it just hurt. It just hurt. To you, it was like a, it was like a lot it, of blood. Yeah, it was oh, like man. a lot of blood. I've never seen blood in my life, Bruh. type of blood. Like that's the, it, f- the funniest roofing though I've ever got. I promise you, my I feel like my dad is like a mastermind, yo. For for just coming, just the way he did it, cause it was mm-hmm. so like it was so smooth. I ain't gonna lie, that was a smooth whooping. Oh, cause smooth. <laughs> <laughs> No, be, okay, let me, ta- let me tell you what happened. So, <laughs> so I was sitting in a shower. I grew up in Haiti, so I was singing a shower outside, right? Mm-hmm. And before I was, because I was singing, I used to scream and scream and, and, and sing all the time. And he was trying to sleep. So he, he put his head out the window. He put his head out the window, and he's like, stop making noise. I'm trying to sleep. I was like, okay. And I kept on singing. I kept on, like, making noise, making noise, making noise. Oh, my gosh. And then, all of a sudden... You know, I just see my dad walking, his hands behind his back. I'm thinking, oh, he's just coming to just tell me to stop singing, right? I didn't think anything of it. This man rolled the belt up like a circle in his hands. <laughs> and was walking behind his back like this. I was naked, mind you. Take a shower. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. When you're, when you're out straight out the shower. Bro, this man took oh, the, man. when I saw the belt come out, I was like, yo. That's the slickest thing I've ever seen. Somebody he pulled it out like a video game, bro. He pulled it out. I promise you, I slept so good that day. Oh, yeah, after, that after, after you did a weekend and you cried, yeah, that's the best sleep ever. That was the best sleep ever. That after, after, you, after you're screaming into the pillow yeah. for like 30 minutes, <laughs> just, you know, just really punch in the bed. That reminds me of the time where, okay. I was whooping? being annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goodness. Why are you? Why is that such a shock? <laughs> she didn't get whooped that much. I, yeah. Okay. okay I didn't get whooped much. a lot as a kid, yeah, but not that much. Okay. This one time, me, my brother, and sister were all sleeping in one room because mm-hmm. um, my room used to be the guest room, and we had someone over. <laughs> I don't know why that night I was I was so hyper every single night that they slept over. I was hyper and I was making. It was noise. like four days, bro. <laughs> it was and four then. days straight at night. I would like. Jump around, scream jump on at bed. the top of my lungs, sing at the top of my lungs, right? Annoy both of them. Yeah. Just... And then we both, yo, literally for like three days straight, I'm literally telling you, yo, shut up, please, yo, let, me, let us go to sleep, you know what I mean? Like, but and you know that's like something, bro, we kids like, want to go to bed, you feel me? I wanted to put on a show, and I thought I got away with it, right? The last night, I did it. I was singing, putting on a show, and they were like, Nyka, be quiet, you know, we're trying to sleep. <laughs> this is the best, My bro. mom comes in, just now quietly, she it. no quietly. She comes in, she just ha- she whoops the belt out and she just starts whooping me, bro. I'm just like, I don't know, bro. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? No, you know what happened first because like she came in right, uh-huh. and then she assumed that it was Kaisha, and she was going straight to Kaisha, <laughs> and, and, she, and she was saying thing, bro. I was so annoyed at it, bro. I'm like, I'm like, nah, man. I'm not letting this happen to Kaisha, bro. It, it, the right person needs it. And it, it intervened. I was, I was like, no, 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 mama. It was not her, bro. It was Nyka. Right, it was, it was, it was her. <laughs> So you projected the whooping too? Yeah, I stitched on her, bro. Like, I'm sorry, bro. I got against the car. I stitched on her. I was like, bro, no, man. I'm not letting Kaisha get the whooping for that. He was was fed up. She was saying she heard me every single night, but she didn't say anything until that night. Oh, so that's built up anger. That was built up. That was the funniest thing. My mom is the one that's like the... Like, this 
She's the crafty whooper. You know what I mean? My dad's just she's straight whooper. Like my, mm. my dad's just straightforward. Yeah, I but felt my mom harassed. Is like, it was horrible. I was crying. Like, you, know, so you know why too? It's because like my mom is like she's the type where like the reason why she didn't whoop her for those three for those days is because they, there's guests in the house, so she doesn't uh, want to like come in and whoop her in the middle of the night. But I remember that that night they wasn't in the they wasn't sleeping in the room yet. They're in the kitchen probably. So that's the that's her opportunity to whoop her. She, was, she, like, she was like perfect opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Let me hear that. But I tried to laugh it off after that. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Nah. <laughs> Yo, you, got, you, got, you got you got whoopings for four days and one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she was thinking that jump doing the bed. Like yeah. she was she like, was like this I get this opportunity. Your mom was your mom was plotting that whooping though. I ain't gonna lie to you. She was plotting it. For real. Go ahead, JD. You were cracking up back I here. was, because looking back at it, it's like, man, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. But for me, it was, um, I, okay, so when you live in a Haitian household, but with Haitians that live next to you, everybody always watching to look out for you and everything mm-hmm. like that. So me being, I was like, not fairly young, like around 11, 12. So I was just a bad kid. I don't know why. I was just a bad kid. Mm-hmm. And my mom made some good food. I don't know if it was Zealand sauce, but it was good. Looking back, um, but at the time to me it was just nasty. I don't know. So she made a, like a bunch of food. She left it for me and everything. Oh my! And I'm the only child. Yeah. So like, there's no way I can blame it on anybody, anybody else. else. Man, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I wasn't hungry. I don't know. I just took the food and I'm me being. It's because of the TV. I know it's because of the TV. I don't know what I was watching. I took the food. I went across the street because like, if I throw it in a garbage can, she's oh. gonna see it. So let me make sure, like, I get rid of this evidence for real, for real. So I'm like, all right, let me take, let me take the deal and everything, the plate and everything. I went across the street, behind the tree, jumped over a gate, and, I, and because I'm so because the thing is, I think at the time I knew my mom and I knew she was gonna figure out some shape way or form. So I was like, I gotta get rid of this. Like in the farthest place, she would never look. Is it possible? Man, I did it, and I threw like I went like behind a bush or something, and I just, just threw it all, just threw it all there. And I'm walking, I'm like, I bet, I'm good. It's thrown away. I'm like, I don't gotta worry about it. My goodness. That lady came home about two o'clock. I don't know. I'm, I think I was asleep. I don't know how the message got across to her that I did all of that just to throw away some food. <laughs> your, neighbor was watching. Oh, no. so, your neighbor was peeking through the window looking right. at you. Bro. Like, I don't know how. Nah, that's what happened. Long story short, she wake me out of bed and she was heated. She brought me to the neighbor that told her. Oh, that God. saw me do it. Wow. <laughs> and you, you, I was looking, I was like, you little snitch. Like, <laughs> you you just watched me do all that. You know, so I'm like, and, but mind you, I'm like probably like 10, 11. Just, I was just so evil. Like, why would you snitch on me? But she's, uh, she brought me to the lady and then she's like, oh, she's just confirming everything. Like, did you see him do it? And she's like, yeah, I'm dead weight fetish. I'm like, okay, cool. So. And my mom, and my mom is so patiently aggressive yeah. that it's hilarious. So she's like, okay, cool. Let's walk back to the place where you threw the food at so I can make sure that I know it's my food that you threw. Wow. Oh, my, like, I was like, you know what? I should have just ran away when I had the chance because I'd rather do that than get this butt whooping. We walked to the place. And she's like, is that the food? I was like, yeah, I think so. And then she's like, okay, she grabbed my hand. Not even, not even rough. She just gently grabbed my hand. Oh, we went back to the house. That door closed. I hit high notes. I ain't never knew I hit. Like, oh my goodness. That lady put the whooping on me, boy. And she didn't stop for 30 minutes.
you this though. Do you think whoopings change how you like growing up? Do you think it changed you? Like, do you think it made you feel better? Oh, certainly. Oh, yeah. It 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 definitely. I think it was needed, but I think more so now than ever. I know our going into like thirty years from now, our, we, I don't think most of us would be is gonna beat our kids. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna tell you why because exactly. because there's a difference between I'm, I think between mm-hmm. discipline and abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You course. see what I'm saying? So like the way that they grew, our Haitian cultures and everything, like the way they grew up in Haiti and coming here, like there's just certain different cultural things. Yeah. You feel me? So like we grew up seeing no disrespect, our white brothers and sisters grew up on TV a certain way, like, Johnny, this, 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 the kindness and everything. I respect that. So, as, yeah, you feel me? So, yeah. like, when you get a whooping, like, when you look back, like, I'm glad I got the whooping because it made me to the this, this, this person I needed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it's like, on the other end, like I said, there's a difference between abuse and discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference in, like, you actually beating your child and not talking to them, explaining it to them after mm-hmm. and just beating them and just, like, sending them to bed. Like, that's, that's verbal abuse, all those different type of things tie into that. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I think it's a bittersweet thing. Okay. Looking at it, like, from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's because the way the generation is moving. Yeah. Now, like, some kids, they you just whoop them and they just, like, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, so true. it's like, you have to they don't look. Even feel you, it. They don't even feel I it. I think like, that has to do with, like, their love language. Like, yes, mm. that's how you should discipline your child, I guess. Like, so if whooping doesn't affect that child, you have to find a different way, way. like way to discipline mm-hmm. them. It's not gonna work. In a way, cause like my my thing is like, cause I I go straight to the Bible with it, like, cause the Bible says, bro, like when you're when your kids uh, when your kids acting up to discipline with a rod, right? But you gotta do it with like love, though. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the biggest difference. Like you can't like what you call it. But yeah, like you said too, though. Like uh, I feel like you, it's like you have to pick your spots. You know what I mean? Like. If a say if I have my son or daughter right and like they just broke a plate by accident, like I know there's some situations where a parent would just beat their kid for that. Like I think that's too far. I'm like, bro, it's a broke. It's just a plate. Yeah, yeah. It was an accident. It's unnecessary. You don't need to beat yeah. for that. <clears throat> Difference is if it's like, yo, don't run, okay? And then they run, and they say again, don't run. They run, and they run again, and they break something. I think that is when you could like. Mm-hmm. Take the decision to do it, and then you explain why you had to do it. So, okay, look, you know, you just I told you, you know, I told multiple you this times. multiple times. You didn't listen. You have to respect authority. This and that, blah blah. But like, I think it's like a ba- Like, you definitely have to. I feel like the perfect balance is literally like the discipline we see, like you know that we see, like uh, you know non, you know non black or non Caribbean, you know non ethnic or whatever. <laughs> I just say I hate saying that, but. People are, like you said, our bright brothers and sisters, right? Like, if you balance, like, the way they do it with ours, like, mm-hmm. that is, like, the perfect way to do it. But, but then I mean? some people, would, but then some people would argue that, <clears throat> you know, that the fact that, like you said, with, uh, when you look at a Caribbean household, the way they punish their kid and, like, mm-hmm. an American household, the way they punish their kids, mm-hmm. some people would say that the kid that didn't get the right discipline grows up and... You know, becomes disrespectful to mm-hmm. their parents. Like you know, little Johnny yeah, will tell his mom, know. "Like I'm going out, and and nothing you can do about it, right?" And then which makes me go, well, you know, so yeah. it's kind of like how do you, how, it's kind of how do you dis- you determine to, which one is to, better? They're different because it's like this, right? Because like you live for, like with, I don't know how this generation, our generation is gonna be when we become parents, but mm-hmm. I have a, it's just a feeling that like a lot of a lot of parents that don't they're afraid to like, discipline their kids. They do it because they're trying to be like 
friends with the kids first instead of being parents first. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's a difference. Like, and I and I've no, seen that's a problem. And I've seen no, it. Like, I've seen. I've had friends where like I can look at the relationship between them and their parents, and their friendship is like a one. You know what I mean? It's, it's awesome. It's great. But parenting wise, it's garbage, bro. Yeah. Like, like I'm over here looking. Like, I sit down. I hear the way he talks to his mom. It's like, it's like, no, I'm not doing that. So he's like, the, and it, and they curse at her and stuff like that. I'm like. And I'm looking at it with wide open <laughs> eyes. Like, You'd be like, in my house. I was, I was, like, I was like, what the heck? I said, like, bro, that's your mom, bro. That's not, that's not your that's not your homeboy, bro. He kept me cursing. Yeah. Cursing. But I think we don't know the thing. I don't think we don't. I think for us, mm-hmm. like being millennials, I don't think we understand the definition of discipline. That's what it you is. You see what I'm saying? I think yeah. there's just like a lack of knowledge to the definition of what it is. Mm-hmm. Because you used, you used a, a mm-hmm. proverb. I want to throw one at you too. So like, mm-hmm. what do you think about when about when a proverb says when the proverb says um, mm-hmm. train up a child in the way that they should go yeah mm-hmm. right so a lot of our Haitian parents yeah, yeah they took that mm-hmm. and for some I'm not just gonna use them but some of us some mm-hmm. parents take scriptures out of context mm-hmm. yeah and because of the way I was raised mm-hmm. I'm gonna apply it this way because it fits my context yeah yeah mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying which is not necessarily bad mm-hmm. but we have to understand. The, the Christian worldview doesn't come from our worldview. Yeah, exactly. It comes mm-hmm. from Jerusalem, like Jerusalem, that ideology. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of issues when it comes to a lot of biblical disciplinary things because mm-hmm. of the way certain people see scripture based off how they were raised and they apply it to the Bible and say, mm-hmm. okay, this is how it should be done because I'm your mom, I'm your dad, this is it, you don't get no so say. Yeah. Which that's, is, you feel me, which is yeah, wrong. Yeah, of course, because that's where the boss comes in, right? Because like if you, because if you go, if you go study the Bible, like, if you go in and study it, like, um, like th- you do have to discipline your kids, right? Yeah. But at the same time, if you apply, if you actually apply what the Bible teaches, yeah, it will also le- like, this is where like a, the Haitian uh, culture has to flaw, right? Where a lot of parents just go like, you know, what I say goes, that's it. No, you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, when you do it, when you keep doing that, like, you're not really following the Bible because the Bible literally tells you you have to treat everybody good it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if that's your kid too like you have to treat your kid There's a respect yeah you have to yeah, you have to you have to, you have to respect yeah. your kid yeah. too you have to treat you have to love your kid like 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 <clears throat> like jesus would love your kid would, would love your kid mm-hmm. you have to talk to them you have to you know what i mean yeah you have to do you have to do all those things and that's where like a lot of uh because there was something interesting my dad told me too one time because like he was just talking to me and he was just like you know you know I love you, right? And I'm like, it was so random, and I was like, uh, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know that. It's like, no, it's like, no. I say that because you know, I know, you know, in the Haitian, you know, in our culture, like in our family, we don't really say I love you with our words. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, wow. It's like we like, That's you cute, know, man. we, uh, you know, we love you. Like you know, we do our actions. So, you know, we do the, we pay the bills. We do this for you, you know, but we don't say it through our, through our words and stuff like that. Verbal affirmation. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And, um, and then when he told me that, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, dang. I was like, my, that, helped, but that melted my heart a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's pretty cool. And then he's like, you know, just, you know, we love you. But, like, don't think, we, you know, our family doesn't love you because we don't say it with our mouths. But we do. Like, we always think about that's you right. guys, this and that. And that's where I feel like, you know, the Haitian culture can get, like, better. Can get better. Because you definitely need to, because, like, I'm for Cause when I say when I say like the Bible says like you're you know you do have to discipline your kid like you know beatings aren't necessary. Yeah. I'm not saying like you know every minute like you just whoop them. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's Continuous not that's beatings. not what it. Cause you're not supposed. Cause uh, cause I actually had like, um, cause I one of my mentors like um, Pastor Alex on like, uh, 
because he because he, he was talking to me about that a couple of times and he was just like yeah like you gotta like make sure it's just like how god right like when god disciplines us right yeah and then that's another thing too because with just just generation period like that don't like to get disciplined it's like if you read the bible god disciplines Guys, it's pretty yeah. hard, harshly, bro. It's not, it's not even, mm-hmm. it's not even like you know, it's not, it's not you know, a little in between. It's like zero to hundred. You know what I mean? Like one sin doomed, it, you know, mankind for eternity. Yeah. So it's like you know, you go ham on the discipline, but at the same time, you look at God's nature. He disciplines, but he he's loves. very, but he's very loving, and there's exactly. always a lesson in that discipline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's where Haitian culture. Can step up. It's no, like I, I think I think you're right because I feel like, like you were saying, there's mm-hmm. always a lesson. But I think like, because sometimes I would say that I got whoopings or my brothers got whoopings, mm-hmm. but we didn't understand why we would get yeah, whoopings. Yeah, like, whoop, you, you know, get, you, you like just know that you, swipe, yeah, you like, just okay, know that you did something <laughs> wrong, yeah. but yeah. you don't know why it why what you did why wow. was it so wrong? Mm-hmm. And I feel like like you said that's that's one thing that I feel like Haitian parents, well, not all Haitian parents, but. Mm-hmm. The, just the culture just yeah like just the, the culture itself mm-hmm. it should get better at and just explain their kids like mm-hmm. yes I'm a whoopie but this is the reason why like mm-hmm. if you do this this is what it will lead to because mm-hmm. if you do, the thing is most kids they will rebel mm-hmm. because then you know what I'm gonna get a whooping so it doesn't matter like mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it's phase them anymore so yeah, they're gonna do it but they don't know they don't know the consequences of what's gonna happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like if you if you tell your kid hey don't go out with Johnny and you know you go out with Johnny and you come home, mm-hmm. mom beats you. Mm-hmm. What's the point? What's the reason? Like, why are you whooping me? You know, you have to give. And also, I feel like it's the reasoning behind whoopings too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that- I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be flat real. Sometimes some whoopings are just so like unnecessary, bro. I'm just like, bro, really. But I mean, not oh, every whooping needs an explanation, though, because sometimes you know, you just you, know. Some yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Like when I got attention, I got whoopings. Okay, I messed up, and then that's mm-hmm. what happened. You know what I mean? But I feel you though. It's like, yeah. yeah. But I, I think honestly, the greatest punishment though is not whooping your kids. No, I agree. No, yes, yes, no, no, no. Like when they do, that's true. Like when they do something that's that's wrong, and they know it's wrong, and you know it's wrong. It's true. And you don't it's whoop like, them. Like, like that it's guilt. Just disappointment. No, Yo, for real, bro. Tell the one time, the one time where because this is when I was in high school, and then like I was out doing my thing and stuff like that, like smoking and everything, and then like. My mom, like, my mom, like, found, like, she pretty much found, uh, found my stuff, like, in my pocket and the lighter and everything, right? And, dude, I was sleeping, and then, like, I just wake up, and then when I wake up, I just see my mom crying with the weed in her head and the, the lighter, and I'm like, oh, snap, right? And then we had guests over the house, so she couldn't, we couldn't, they couldn't do anything that moment, right? Yeah. But then, and then they were there for a couple of days, right? And then, dude, all night, I was like, dude. I'm gonna get the worst whooping of my life, bro. I'm gonna get kicked out. I'm gonna get. I'm like over here preparing for death, bro. I was like, dude, I'm gonna be like packed up a bag bro, and everything. I'm dead, right? But yeah. then when the situation, you know, when they start, when they leave, and then they come to me, bro, it was the most. It was like the opposite. No whooping at all. It was just straight. The way that my parents look at me in the eyes and stuff like that. It was like, out the biggest disappointment, bro. That first, and I remember that I'll never forget that feeling. I was like, dude, this. This hurts more than a whooping. I know, yeah, I, and yeah. I over here like, but I actually rather get whooping. Like, can you just whoop me? Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because like, because it was like my heart was just like all the way to the ground. It was just the way my mom was crying, the way my dad was, what was looking at me and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, like, why the 
is this hurt more than a whooping for real? Yeah, and then this hurt after he was done. Oh, yeah. um, my dad. Um, at one point, like when I entered high school, he just stopped <coughs> whooping me altogether. Must be nice. And no, no, <laughs> it wasn't.